Welcome to a brand new episode of Tile Lake Talk, episode number 214. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And we got a lot of news to get to today, guys. But before we do, we'll start off with what we always do, which is some geeking out. Chris, what is happening this week? I, I've just been trying to finish Borderlands 3. Uh, not the main quest, because that's our job. But all the DLC, uh, I fell off that game because when PS, when I got the PS5, I didn't get the disc drive one. So I bought the Borderlands Super Mega Collector's Edition, whatever the heck it's called. Um, but now I'm going to also play with my wife because I can put the disc in the PS4 in the bedroom and I can sit in the living room and play there. Yeah, yeah, it's funny because I, I was I still haven't beaten Metroid, so I got really frustrated with the game. Usually, I just turn it off yeah. for months <laughs> and play another game, and then I go back and beat it. But yeah, that's you know I'm not not watching too much TV right now. Uh, we just restarted Cowboy Bebop anime to watch it, and then got that sad news this week. But whatever. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that yeah. later. What happened? But um. Uh, you know, not much, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't really, I've been like, I'm almost done with Dune. <laughs> awesome. That's been consuming. And um, I started watching Super Crooks and couldn't really get into it. So I fell out of that, um, which is bad. And then, um, yeah, you know, back on Chucky so I can try to, catch up on that before before i don't anymore but uh yeah that show is so good so you know mostly just waiting for spider-man to be quite honest with you right it just, it's like it's the final countdown that's it for this movie and it's just you know it's it's gonna be it, it's funny because it's next friday it's on my birthday but i work in a school so usually the week before break especially winter break is mm-hmm. insane so i'm I'm kind of dreading this this upcoming week in a way Ooh, with yeah, the carrot yeah. at the end of it. The carrots it. dangling from the spider web. That's it. Um, if you guys are interested, you can go check out the It Crept from the 80s YouTube channel. Uh, Chris Siever and I did a deep dive into all of these live action. Well, actually, all of the cinematic Spider-Man things. Our love of Spider-Man and I binged all of them in the last couple uh, months all of the spider-man movies so i'll say that, that i did start doing that this week so that's that is one other thing i geeked out on so there you getting, go getting ready getting ready so let's get over to marvel news um first things first we got official confirmation that shang chi 2 is in the works and that the uh director of the movie is also going to be um helping out for a disney plus series I would imagine that centers around his sister, possibly, or maybe just that world, you know, like the more fantastical world, something in there, kind of like World of Wakanda is supposed to be. What are your thoughts on these things? I've heard that it's supposed to be a comedy. So I'm guessing it's the Aquafina show. I don't I don't know. Um, hmm. But yeah, I did hear that it's a it's more uh, comedy based, which would be interesting because. They want to try to do all these different, you know, genres in the MCU uh, and, and all these TV shows. I'm sure. Yeah. So we'll wait to see what um, you know Creighton is working on, and we'll go from there. 
because they've been announcing a lot of shows that are just like, okay, all right, you're going to make this. When there's, you know, as we've discussed, there's a lot of other things out there that we personally want. You know, that's us, but yeah. we're, right at the, we're right at the same time. So. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, also on Disney Plus, uh, Eternals hits on January 22nd. Not, you know, just news. If you guys didn't see it yet, um, it's coming. Did you see it? I can't remember. Did you go see I, it? I didn't. I, okay. I'm like, I'm going to wait for for this, this to come out yeah. because I, I just don't care, honestly. I didn't care enough to be, like, excited for the theater, and I'm yeah. trying to not go to the theater as much. Um, but I do want to just correct the date. It is the 12th. So it's much sooner. Oh, okay, okay. All right, cool. Um, but I'm I'm excited to watch it. I heard about what happens in one of the post credit scenes, which is uh really cool. So, you know, it's Marvel. It's it's a movie that you know was based on a Jack Kirby property. So, I'm I'm looking forward to watching it. I just didn't run out to watch it. I think you'll like it. Honestly, yeah. it it's definitely different. Um, I'd say it's up there with like the most different of marvel things yeah which i've been begging for you know it's like let's get away from this marvel formula so. it's definitely not that um kevin feige this week confirmed that charlie cox will be back as daredevil uh how when where you know he didn't say but um as we get closer to no way home i would imagine <laughs> it has something to do uh with that yeah i mean Come on, Kevin Feige. We know. So and if we're if if we're wrong, it's gonna be a really missed big missed opportunity. So um I I'm like I say, I'm ninety-nine percent sure this is gonna happen. And I'm also very, very interested to see if we get Kingpin on Daredevil or I'm, I'm sorry, on Hawkeye, Hawkeye the same week. week. Exactly. <laughs> it would make sense, right? We're going into what the fifth episode, it's a six episode series. Yep. Yep. It would be a good time for Vincent Diafogor or Malberbo, whatever his name is. Denafrio, like, yep. Thank you. Um, <laughs> to show up. So I still have to watch this past week's episode this weekend. So looking forward to both of those things and these variants to arrive in the MCU. That's right. Um, do, do, do. So Spider-Man, uh, staying with Spider-Man news, uh, Tom Holland said that the sequel originally was going to feature craven and that i think that was probably just more like a hey what's coming next after spider-man 2 and they didn't know just how the multiverse was going to explode at that time so craven was going to be the rumored next villain and how perfect would it be if they just you know leaned into that multiverse thing with you know, aaron taylor johnson there because it was funny he got you know he, uh, got, yeah. he got cast in the sony verse and i wonder if he's going to show up next Friday, you know, so Oof. it would be interesting if he suited up for that alone, just to bring him in and just give everybody kind of like this. Hey, isn't that Quicksilver better than the way they treated Quicksilver on WandaVision, in my opinion. So we'll see. Total boner. Total boner. Total boner. Yep. Um, other great spider news is that we got our first trailer for across the spider verse part one. Yeah. Um, no, plot anything just some cool shots and stuff like that and it only solidified uh for me like just how perfect that first movie is and how excited i am for for this next 
two movies. So I, I'm pumped. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like super amped up animation in this. It's just not even like a full trailer at all. It's just that clip yeah. and then some Spidey 2099. Yeah. Just that's that's all that's all I needed. So I can't wait to see a full trailer for this. And this comes out this 2022. No. 2023, yes. right? 2023. 2023. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Next year yeah. is already kind of crazy. So, yeah, next year is pretty packed. Venom 3, uh, that's confirmed. It's in the works. Um, I'm not sure how much money it made, um, but I think it's a lot. <laughs> so I, I, this does not surprise me whatsoever. No, and I, you know, I, I didn't really like that movie, the second one, as much. The first one I, I ended up liking more than I thought I would. I, I was excited for the second one, but it was a big pile of garbage. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what they would do with this movie. I, they could have really done a much better like Maximum Carnage type storyline, I think, in my opinion. But we'll see. We'll see what they do with the Lethal Protector. Yeah, I have a feeling A, it will be called Lethal Protector since they name it every two seconds in the movie. I also think I actually just watched the opening 15 minutes and the last 15 minutes last night. Because it was so horrid, I was like, I'm not going to put myself through it. Like, Don't. it was so overacted and stupid. And I'm usually okay with it, but I just really wanted to see the post-credit sequence before I went and saw No Way Home, which I won't spoil it, but I would imagine that Venom 3 is him v Spider-Man, finally, I would it, imagine. It better be. I yeah. mean, what else? I mean, what else are you going to lean into? I just... This is this is what people want. Mm. And if you don't do it, because I'm pretty sure it'd probably be the last movie in the Venom series. Um, but who knows? I mean, if these movies make a lot of money and they do a Spider-Man thing and it makes millions. So yeah, then you're gonna do it. yeah. <laughs> it's the only way to do it to save face at this point. <sighs> and finally, Michael Giacchino, who I love, is set to score Thor four. Um, so that was a cool little thing that came out this week. And sure. Exactly. I just I wanted to just mention the, the post credit scene in Venom. I forgot to say that he went to the Spider-Man No Way Home set to film that. So it's interesting that they had him do that um, because we know now he's going to show up next Friday. So, oh, yeah. I mean, everything's going to. I don't know. I think we're going to see Sinister Six. I mean, I could I could go crazy on this whole thing, but I think it's just going to be fucking wild. <laughs> To be quite honest. Yeah, I mean, we already we have only how many how many can we count at this time? Five? Right. You know, so just just complete bonkers. And let's go over across the pond. Can you take this first one? Because you're way more familiar with this property than I am. Yeah. Metal Men had popped up the news a couple weeks ago. I had put it on the show and then it, because it was a rumor at that point. And I was like, all right, they didn't even, they're not going to announce a Metal Man movie. I don't know. I don't really see that working. But then it was announced this past week that that classic animation from Disney, uh, some people who worked on Aladdin, Little Mermaid, and more. Um, so we got Ron Clements and John Musker. They'll be teaming up and doing the animation for a Metal Man, Metal Man animated movie so this is this is exciting because the way i see it it's such a such like a silver age thing 
mm-hmm. and I don't for modern animation. I don't know if it would really play out well. A movie, like I said, I don't know if it really play out well. But when I think about like this old school Disney animation, I see it. I see like the characters' faces very well in that animation style. I see them doing kind of a classic take on it, and I'm excited for this. I think that this this is really a good way to do it. I don't know where is it heading. Is it going to HBO Max or theaters? I'm going to assume Max. Yeah, you know, I like animated movies and I like DC animated movies, so I will be there uh, just to learn more about these people. Um, so this is this is a rumor, but it's been picking up steam. So um, Barry Kogan, who is just in Eternals, is rumored to be the Joker in the upcoming Matt Reeves Batman film. And apparently they're going to test audiences with two versions of the movie, one that features his Joker and one that doesn't. So I'm assuming maybe a post credit sequence or, you know what I mean? Like something where do you want this new Joker or don't you? And how does how do people, you know, perceive this and, and receive this? So this is a rumor, but I thought I should bring it up because it's an interesting one. And like I said, where there's smoke, usually there's fire when it comes to these things. What do you think? Here's my thought. You close up Batman Begins with the Joker card. And then you're going to do the same thing here because you're not going to saturate this movie with another villain when you're definitely going to have the Riddler and his new eye, in my opinion, really good idea of how to treat the Riddler in a movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Why would you overshadow that with Batman's greatest villain? So I, at the end in Arkham, I don't know, like where, where's he going to pop up? I've, I've also heard that rumor and it's, it, you know, it's, it's gaining speed and we know the Joker's going to show up in this world, but is it, is it too much in this movie? And my other question is who are these people in the audience? How do, how are they experts on, which Batman movie is going to be better. So I don't, I don't know. It's, it's weird to me. Well, they won't, I mean, like they, they won't be, uh, experts, but they'll just go and, you know, pull a bunch of random people. Usually they'll like invite you to a movie. They don't tell you the name of it. And they'll just say, Hey, do you want to see a free movie? (laughs) You know, maybe give you some popcorn and candy and you're walking around a mall or something. And then all of a sudden, Oh, okay, sure. (laughs) I said, why isn't Warner Brothers actually take some people that know Batman and and can judge these movies and not saying experts, but there's a there's a pool of of website writers and aficionados and self-proclaimed experts on these things. So I'm kind of like, oh, well, the Suicide Squad two versions tested just about the same for for audiences when we did mm-hmm. the, the test. So. I don't know what kind of bullshit that is, but I don't know. I whatever. If the Joker shows up, <laughs> it's not going to be anything like meaty. You know, it's gonna be like, oh my gosh, the Joker, and then it's over. We see his thugs. We know that he exists in this world already. So I think it's more of an Arkham thing if he's already locked up, or I don't know. Yeah. Um, if it if it were me, you know, I would probably uh, have him in Arkham, and I would have part two maybe deal with him in Arkham with Batman and like then at the end of the movie he like escapes like maybe they have to team up to stop somebody you know what I mean but or another idea 
is with GCPD being year one. And if he's already in Arkham, you make the Joker the villain of that show. And this is how Jim Gordon and the Batman first team up yeah. to take on the most diabolical criminal in Gotham's history. So, Speaking of offshoots of the Batman, and I agree with what you just said, uh, Colin Farrell will be officially reprising the Penguin role for the HBO Max spinoff. Um, so Weird. this is, you know, hey, <laughs> it's it's very interesting because now we have two things set in that world, two different uh, TV shows, and they're really banking on this movie. <laughs> they are. It's this show. I mean, we already we've already heard that Colin Farrell's Penguin does not really prominently be it's not he's not prominently featured in this movie he's he's probably in the beginning that car chase is whatever but Mm -hmm. it's interesting that this character gets its own show especially being the penguin i mean i have no problem with this i just what are we seeing here another you know a crime drama um yeah i it's interesting how will it tie into you know the gcpd and and in the timeline so will it be kind of like a sister show or will it take place after this movie it's just kind of a weird announcement to give the penguin his own show in my opinion yeah it's uh not what any of us expected but we will all tune in <laughs> just give Bre- brendan fraser the firefly tv show that's that's <laughs> it um speaking of more batman there's a batman animated series audio drama in the works this with the original cast um so this is really awesome news if you're a batman the animated series uh person writer alan burnett uh who worked on the animated series is also developing the project this just sounds epic you know what i mean (laughs) in my opinion i agree uh audio dramas are are really amping up and they're just putting them out for everything, you know, from Sandman to the high Republic now. And, you know, the ones that have been on pod, like quote unquote, the podcast, like wastelanders and, and more. So this is a great way of, you know, form of storytelling. Uh, and, you know, people have more time to listen to things, I think, than they do to read these days. So it's cool. I'm very excited to get that, that cast back together for this project. And speaking of bringing old people back as well, uh, Danny Elfman's going to write the theme song to this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is crazy. How crazy. That's all I need. <laughs> uh, we have the Video Game Awards this week, and we're just, you know, we're going to touch upon, you know, many sections of that. But uh, specific for DC, we got some Wonder Woman, like a cinematic teaser. Um, without seeing gameplay, I I, I was not excited by it it was just a cool announcement for me uh what did you think i i'm excited because it's it's made by the shadow of mordor people yeah yeah those games are pretty cool um and i'm really wondering how they can how they can use wonder woman in that aspect of more of like a battler in that regard uh Mm -hmm. with rpg elements and i don't know i don't know what the game like you said there's no gameplay but the announcement alone is is pretty cool because we both love Wonder Woman, and I think it's about yeah. time to be able to kick ass as her in a game. Yeah, yeah. I, the 
prospect of it is very mm-hmm. exciting. Um, and then we got Suicide Squad gameplay, um, which we finally got gameplay trailer. This will be a day one play one. You and I will probably play it. And so will everyone else in our Star Warriors group, each picking a different character. And this just looks freaking amazing on so many levels. It's bonkers. I mean, it takes elements from from the Arkham games and then throws in like Borderlands and yeah, and then just whips it in a blender. And it, this game looks great. I mean, I was just kind of blown away by it last night. I, I was pleasantly surprised, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> Hundred percent, hundred percent. All right. So, what's going on in a galaxy far, far away? So we got <clears throat> we got some casting this week. Very exciting casting, actually. And Star Wars has not officially announced it. Correct. I think this was like she was near casting, and then some sites yeah, were like this she is gets to lead. Yeah. But they're saying that a Amanda Amandla Stenberg has gotten uh, has been cast in a lead role for the Acolyte, but. I think this is this is exciting uh, because they really need to just push this whole initiative. We got we'll talk we'll talk about Eclipse uh, where there you know there's a video game there, the rumors of the movie, and more. So we got you know the announcement of the Acolyte as part of the initial pack, like probably the second announcement of all the stuff from the High Republic, and that they're getting away from just publishing books and comics is very exciting in my opinion. Because I think that if you're going to do something like the High Republic, don't just don't just, you know, sit there and just pop like put out books because not everybody reads. Not everybody reads the comics and you really need to get people like pulled into this world if you're going to sell it. General audience has to be on, you know, so they, they need to not ask questions like where's Darth Vader and the only way you can do it is start getting it out to out to those people. Exactly. And, you know, let's just talk about Eclipse right now. It's you say this because all like that little brief glimpse of Yoda uh, is is funny because it's the kind of that ties everything together for casuals in a way, because when they in that trailer, which is pretty epic, it's a very cinematic. Badass game by what is it? Quantum 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 Dream, who did Detroit Becoming Human and Heavy Rain. Is that what it is? I always think about that 90s movie with Christian Slater, but that's a different. <laughs> um, <laughs> I um, this this trailer blew my nuts off. I'm I'm excited for something that's not a first person shooter. That's not, you know, something that we've already gotten before. A choose your own adventure. Your choices make a difference and you can have all these different outcomes in this kind of world. I'm very excited for something that especially playing in the High Republic sandbox i'm just kind of disappointed at this point that i did not see any um way to be a nile and kill jedi i'm just waiting for that haven't seen it yet (laughs) exactly Exactly. yeah i mean this this game is three uh, three years away they they said it at least so it's cool that they released the trailer once i found that out i was kind of like eh, well cool are you serious (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's lame. So I'm like a little sad, like to get so hyped about something like this when it's really not coming anytime soon. So, um, it looks amazing, and I'll leave it at that because that's all we have for now. <laughs> I did like seeing Avar Chris 
and I thought that was oh gosh awesome. yeah I mean you got to see Yoda too I mean yeah. it's ugh. yeah and I think I think there's Nile in it from what I can kind of tell I have no idea what those those bald like worshippers are or whatever that's probably a the dudes playing the doing. drums yeah yeah it's like a new race too that we haven't seen so which will probably it's probably the main concentration of the storytelling here yeah so. for sure it'll be yeah. interesting to see how they how maybe they that race that. got wiped out i don't know right who knows you know? uh next up patty jenkins is apparently back on road squadron and also working at wonder woman 3 at the same time <clears throat> this was due apparently to a scheduling conflict and then she left i'm not sure what the production was but i want this movie to happen if it doesn't happen i'd be very disappointed because i i i think it, it's i think it's something that's been popular with fans for a very long time and it's something that can be easily farmed hmm. okay and not to mention canceling rangers of the new republic was something i was looking forward to in a way that was going to kind of cover those bases and without that i i want them to lean into this side instead of just the same stuff they always do yeah i you know i wasn't one of those people who was like yes it's done patty jenkins like i i was just more like okay you know <laughs> sure but yeah if she's back again sure until i start seeing some more stuff Yep. You know, I got a little soured by not showing anything from Obi-Wan or Andor. So right now I'm just kind of like, we've got Boba Fett. And then we're just kind of waiting. We're just kind of yep. floating out there until something else comes. And that's fine. You know, I'm a Star Wars fan, so I, I get the waiting. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they've done it for years to us. But it's just like, I get really upset with all... I don't know if upset's the right word, but like when you keep making announcements, frustrating. but it's like things that are not coming out for years and years, it's like, okay, well, sure. <laughs> Great. <laughs> like, tell me when you're actually dropping. And, and it, you know, and it's, it's the sign of the times. We're so used to things coming out on a weekly basis. Yes. And Netflix, especially dropping trailers, like, you know, two weeks, three weeks before they even come out. I guess I'm better with that. Like, just show me the trailer then, and then I'll get hyped. Oh, hey, in a month? Oh, cool. That's not that long away. Like, oh, 2024 for the eclipse? Okay. <laughs> I'm excited, but I'm not that excited. I am totally in your in, in your corner on this one because it's just like, if it if it wasn't for the fact that Book of Boba Fett is coming out in a few weeks, and I'm very excited. More than mm -hmm. very excited because he's one of my favorite characters, and that they've been doing such a good time, like good job in this in this side of the world. And if it wasn't for Dave Filoni and John Fav and the comics that I'm really enjoying right now, I'm on. I'm, I'd be honestly just kind of be done with Star Wars. It's 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 been really tough for me to be a Star Wars fan when they can't get something going. When you watch what they did with Marvel. And we don't need exactly Marvel, but we need a game plan. And we've been saying this forever. Mm -hmm. And when you start canceling things after you didn't show shit at, at your biggest show, it's just, it's disappointing. And sometimes it's like, should Disney have this? Does Disney deserve this franchise? Right. Probably because they're going to do the best job with it and the money and, and whatnot. And I wouldn't really try. I don't know who else I would trust it with, but you're doing a really shite job. So. <laughs> that's it that's it um last up star wars news hunters uh arena 
multiplayer game in 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 the light of like Fortnite and whatnot. Got a gameplay trailer. I'm not really all about this game, but it does look kind of cool, and I'm sure that's going to be making a lot of fans happy. Yeah, I'm glad it's for Switch. I'll try it out. You know, and it's free, so mm-hmm. we'll mm-hmm. we'll try it. We'll try it. Yeah, out. free it. is the best thing that could have happened yeah, in this whole right. situation. So yeah, who knows? We've been looking for a multiplayer game anyway. So that's it. I just need a bunch of like seven-year-olds kicking my ass and swearing at me online, you know. So mm-hmm. be good times. Anyways, let's jump to our first commercial and we'll be back with more Tally Talk. DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. Hey, come take a seat at the campfire. You're not the only one who joins. I've got friends that come over sometimes, too. We talk about a ton of interesting things from geek culture. Then we cover some conspiracies or philosophical thoughts or monsters. You know, we talked about Bigfoot in one episode. It's a lot of fun, so come join me at the Campfire Chats, a DFAT entertainment podcast hosted on Spotify and other fine places you find podcasts. We are back from those commercials, and let's talk some comic books. First up, mentioned Spider-Man 2099 earlier in the show, you know, featured in the upcoming uh, Into the Spider-Verse sequel, and he's always been one of our favorite characters for a long time since the 90s when we were all about those comics. And so Steve Orlando... Uh, has teased the return for the for the for this character because he has been you know featured in the books yeah uh, over the years and stuff here as of late as you know and but the 30 year anniversary is coming in 2022 and i'm hoping we'll get even more uh stories from the other characters in that timeline like they kind of did um a couple years ago you think ravage is coming <laughs> he it was you know it's funny because i i don't remember what happened to ravage uh back in the day and then he wasn't i don't remember if he was even featured in that in that event that they did um I, recently so i'm trying to remember if he was because i think i would have been more excited for it if if he was part of it so i have to i have to go back and look at what they did a couple years ago yeah sorry yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> Yes, you do. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Uh, next up, this is this is great news because I I loved the Captain Carter part of What If, and I I just um, I just actually found the variant figure uh, with like her uh, Winter Soldier getup, and I thought that was a really nice touch for the last episode there, kind of tying in more storytelling of how she's featured in the other MCU, but now. We're going to get a comic series based on it. And I think this is great because we're going to get a little backstory. And with all these, there's a lot of announcements coming around now. And it's going to be written by Jamie McKelvey, who has been working on um, Young Avengers and Captain Marvel and more. And then we're going to be getting art from Mike Cresta, who's been working on Dr. Afra. Uh, so this is cool. I'm glad that we're already getting some what if stories, I think, starting in February. Uh, because we got that tease of that 
other Wolverine. And yeah. this looks like another nice continuation of telling these stories. So more what if, please. Yeah, I saw the little tease or like her her uh, shield and everything. And I thought this was really cool. So, yeah, this would be neat. It's a limited series. So I'll probably just pick up the books. That'd be great. Absolutely. Next up, another Batman event is on its way. It's going to be called Shadow War Alpha. And so I'm 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 excited for this because it does feature a lot of my favorite characters. I have kind of fallen off Batman since the end of the Tom King run. Uh, I just I didn't really have the time, I would say, to read Tinian's run. I've heard it's good, but also that, you know, with with this happening and um, Josh Williamson taking over the title of on the regular run of Batman, he's also doing Deathstroke Inc., which I'm reading. Uh, he's doing like one of the Robin comics. So this whole event is called Shadow War starts uh, kicks off at the end of March. And it's going to cross over all these titles that he's working on, which I like because sometimes crossovers are a little too, a little bit too much in the tie-ins and stuff because you have all these different people working on it and it's not too cohesive. But if one guy's writing the whole thing, I'm in, especially since it features Deathstroke, League of, you know, League of Shadows and more. Yeah, this event sounds sweet. <laughs> Honestly, artwork uh, artwork looks really, really dope. Um, so yeah, this is one, and I like Josh Williamson. I've I've always liked him, so I, I think this sounds like an awesome event. Yeah, because we talked about how he's becoming King Deathstroke, uh, in, yeah. in the upcoming, and he's like declaring himself like king of the the supervillains. So <laughs> can't wait to see you know Slade, yeah. You know, <laughs> take on this take on this role and then get his ass kicked um but i i do love me some deathstroke and i love that he's being featured as a prominent villain again yeah this is awesome next up uh and you know naomi the, the tv show is coming soon to the cw very excited for that they also just announced season two of the comic don't get confused about the show but i think that actually got a season two before it started but um they're getting everybody back together. Uh, the show will will premiere on January 11th, and then we're going to get this six-issue limited series uh, in March. It's going to be featuring Brian Michael Bendis, David F. Walker, and Jamel Campbell. So I'm very, very happy to see Brian Michael Bendis is still working on some DC books while he's also going over to Dark Horse. So this was probably written ahead of time. Uh yeah. And then, but I'm glad that we are getting him writing this as a continuation series. Yeah, this is cool news. Obviously, we've been Bendis fans for a while. And, you know, I think it's going to be cool to see how this Naomi character is received on screen. And uh, season two will, you know, continue those adventures. Well, like, that's the funny thing. It's like, how how much did they adapt the comic the first run? Is it right? You know, is it like a perfect adaptation? And then here. Here's season two. Here, we got it already penned out. So it's good. <laughs> Who knows? Now, finally, in comic news, let's 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 talk a little multiverse because <laughs> this this is exciting. Uh, we're both big Judge Tread fans, and I like both movies. I like the comics, but this crossover will feature both the worlds from the Stallone movie and also the Urban movie. So this is neat, I think. Um I I will definitely pick this up. We need more Judge Dredd. 
And I was always kind of surprised <laughs> that we didn't get a sequel to that movie. Because yeah. that, that Carl Urban movie is bad, badass. So um, this is going to be, let's see. This is going to be written by Ken Niemand and drawn by Richard Elson. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm down for this <laughs> big time. <laughs> such a weird idea and such a cool idea. Absolutely. And this you can pick this up in December. Uh, it's going to be available December 11th. It'll be available for individual purchase online and through the 2080 app. That's today on Thursday <laughs> on, on, on December 16th. Oh, so, OK, OK. Yeah, subscribers to 2080 will receive the issue. Okay. And then we can get it on December 16th. So looking forward to that. Why don't you take us over to Crowd Sorcery? Yeah, so we have a uh, Borderlands game. Um, we've talked about another, like, kind of board game, but this is another one. This is Mr. Torque's Arena of Badassery. It's a miniatures game. It's already over a million dollars raised, and at this point, it has 12 days left. Again, if you are into miniatures, this is the game. <laughs> like, it's a bonkers amount. Um, though we did have some issues with the uh, the the game. Like, you can get in at eighty five, right? This is no stretch goals. It costs you one thirty five to get the stretch goals. So it kind of seems like a smack in the face if you're into that sort of thing. But I, like, if you're gonna do it, spend the one thirty five. Is what I'm trying to say here. Yeah, this the tier thing is is I, the more I think about it, it's like okay, let's let's get the game sold. People talk about how it's you know when it's over like a hundred and say like it's around one hundred fifty dollars. It's kind of expensive to be spending on a board game. You get great things like all the miniatures and all the stretch goals, but I guess that entry price is fine in my opinion. But it's it's tough. Like why did you put this out around the holidays? Yes, you can gift it to people, but also if I wanted to buy it, I don't have $150 to spend on something like that right now. But Borderlands is a fun game. I've heard this really like gets into like the humor and I could use more miniatures, I guess. I don't know. I have yeah. plenty of Borderlands miniatures. <laughs> plenty of Borderlands miniatures. But yeah, you know, it's uh it's out there. And if you guys are interested, we'll leave the link in there for that. Um, we're recording this on December 11th. As of December 14th, Fright Rags is getting into the board game world, and oh. their first foray will be Silent Night, Deadly Night. Uh, you'll have to try to escape Billy, uh, the murderous kid that looks like Santa Claus. Well, he's in a Santa Claus outfit. Um, we watch it every year uh, at the Seavage's Christmas party. <laughs> it's a good movie, um, yeah. but... Yeah, we'll see what Fright Rags does, uh, you know, with their first Kickstarter. I don't have a link. I couldn't find a pre-launch page, unfortunately. So I don't I don't have anything other than we'll probably end up talking about it on next episode. Yeah, we can always link them to the the main Fright Rags site as well. Just Yeah, I guess you could do that. Yeah, yeah. we'll do And that. if you guys don't know what, what Fright Rags is, you should find out right away. Great company. Yeah, absolutely. Local to Rochester, New York. That's right. Uh, all right. So let's go over to TV streaming news. Uh, first things first, Cobra Kai season four trailer. I didn't watch it because I don't have to because I already know I'm going to be watching this. So it comes out on December 31st. 
I can't wait. Don't even need to watch a trailer for it. <laughs> I still need to watch season three because I've been bad about that. And every time I'm like, oh, what should I binge? It's, Damn like, it. it's only half I, hour. Right. Exactly. I can get it done in a week. So, yes, I'm pumped to do that because I love that show and I, I have no excuse. No excuse. And that's why I have not watched season four trailer. <laughs> OK. All right. Well, it's out there, guys, and it's coming. So uh, I did watch this trailer jack reacher um starring hawk <laughs> from from titans uh, AKA I, aquaman <laughs> right exactly so i've never watched um or sorry i've never read the books but i've watched the the uh tom cruise movies and i i really like them um so i've always heard though that he's like this giant intimidating dude that's like over six feet tall and everyone's like <laughs> deathly afraid of this guy just by looking at him. And I was like, well, that's not Tom Cruise. This guy is <laughs> like uh, seeing this trailer. I was like, holy shit, this guy was made for this role. So um, trailer looks a lot of fun, honestly. Yeah, I I was a big fan of those movies. And, yeah. you know, those camera angles can make Tom Cruise look as big as you want him. Exactly. So he's bigger than life. Uh, I did not watch this trailer. I will today. Uh, yeah, you, like, you will like it, especially. Yeah. yeah, I like that actor a lot, and <clears throat> I was sad to see him go on Titans. But if he's off to better things like this, awesome. Good, good for him. Yep, yep, absolutely. Uh, Supernatural Academy. This is going to go to Peacock. Um, it's going to be. 16 episodes the first season uh so half hour animated series um kind of sounds like i don't even know a mix of like strange academy with like umbrella academy right <laughs> these kids that can you know do all this stuff and change and all this so um sure i guess is all i can say it it sounds neat yeah and it's animated so count me in Count me in. Yep. hundred percent. hundred percent. What's next? The boys. The boys is getting a couple things. Okay. So we're getting uh, the boys diabolical. This is a spinoff series that will also be an animated series. Not sure what exactly to expect from this other than we're going to get an eight episode uh, animated series for that. Yeah. Like I just said, animated. Let's just keep doing this. I mean, there's no reason why we're not getting more animated stuff it's been the easiest thing to <clears throat> you know put out with covid and whatnot you know people don't have to be in the same room they can record from home this just grow this boy the boys world i i want more I'm trying to convince my wife to watch it so i can rewatch it because i'm that i love that show that much um yeah and this this is just a this is a great idea yeah so from what i understand it's eight episodes with different writers including garth oh, neat. so it's like um an anthology which is that's great. even awesomer yes and then we also have our first look at nick welsher as blue hawk uh again this is another character um that's going to be joining the next season um sure more supers is always good especially in this show because it's completely ridiculous all of them when when is season three due? I don't know. I feel like it got pushed back because it should uh, have come out like already. So probably early quarter. next year. Yeah. Cool. 
Very excited. Can't wait. More boys. Uh, oh, okay. So here we go. Battle Chasers. Uh, so the comic book is getting a TV series from the John Wick creator. Uh, so Joe Mad. I can't say his name. They call him Joe Mads because probably most people can't say his last name. Uh, he he worked on Battle Chasers. It ended abruptly. Then they brought it back with a with a Kickstarter that included a game. Then he kind of did a little bit with that and then again disappeared. So now we're getting this animated series. Um, sure. I'm I'm fine with this. You know, it's taken 20 years <laughs> of being a fan of this franchise. Uh, you know, again, like you said, animated, bring it on. Yeah, it's just with everything just being adapted these days and 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 companies looking for whatever's out there, it's mm-hmm. it's no surprise something that epic has been picked up and I'm excited to see this. So Yep, me too. Did you still buy that game? Um, I what think so. For? I think it would just be on. Yeah, it's on uh, on um, consoles. Okay. And PC. So, yeah, I, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't be able to buy it. What was it originally for? Was it like PS3? I... PS4. Okay. Yep. Yep. So not that not that long ago. The Last of Us HBO series is cast Nick Offerman in the role of Bill. Um, if you've played the game, you know the character. I am excited because it's a fun character, uh, kind of like a crazy kook, <laughs> survivalist character. But um, hey, man, bring it on! I, I this show, I cannot wait. Yeah, same, same here. I, it's that's a good casting, and I'm really looking forward to the first footage from this. I. When it is this due this year? Or is it twenty three? I think it's this year because they filmed it. It's yes. done. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, they filmed it in Calgary. Um, so this is just telling us that Nick Offerman did it, but he's been done. So, oh yeah, it's gonna be crazy. We'll probably get a trailer soon. Um, Cowboy Bebop canceled uh, Netflix <laughs> after first season. You know. Everybody I know who did watch it that I trust liked it, but then I also read just mountains of people hating it. So I don't, I don't know what to say. I, I now I'm not going to watch it because I feel like there's no point unless you it was watch it. or fly level. You should watch it because this is the same thing that happened with the animated series. So there's that's it. You know what right. I mean? There's only one season of the show to begin with and a okay. movie and then. Who who knows? You know, um, it's very disappointing to me. I this is why I hate the internet. I think that it's just like it's it becomes such a toxic environment where people can't appreciate something for what it is, and I don't think they really understand what it is. When I watch this show, I get pulled into this world because I know these characters and I've known these characters for a long time, and there's there's ways to adapt things and there's ways to not adapt things. And this was fun, and it had the music, and I, I don't under I don't understand this. I I I'm sure it cost a decent amount of money to make, and with that much negativity, fine. But I will I will argue all day with anybody who didn't like this show because I would just say that you don't get it. Sorry. Yeah, it's 
it's sad. I mean, it's got pretty decent ratings, you know, as well. So it's just, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Uh, I don't know what people know. want. It's just, it's stupid. I don't want to get any angrier, but we're not going to get any angry. All right. So, uh, and then finally, uh, Halo, we got the TV trailer for the Paramount Plus. Did you watch this? I did not. And that's, <laughs> I got to do it. This looks sweet. <laughs> like they, they spent money on this show like lots of money because it looks very very good Sweet. so no idea what you know what it, you know i i do know what it's about because i played halo but you, mm. you know i don't know what the show how they're gonna handling the things they didn't show any of the aliens but um you see you know some master chiefs and whatnot and it looks cool very sci-fi yeah this is a long time coming and this is the right time to do it so i can't wait yeah, 100%. Let's go across, right, um, to some movie news. You want to take this? I I can. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the Texas Chainsaw preview. You, We talked a little bit about pre-show. I, I'm not super excited for this. I watch it. I'm happy it's on Netflix because whatever I can watch at home is great. Um, what is what is your opinion on this? It's going to be garbage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it's, it's, honestly, it's my. That's it. It's old. You heard it here first. <laughs> They're taking it as a direct sequel to the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So sticking with, you know, he's old and killing people somewhere <laughs> at some time. I think it's going to be horrible. So yeah. This yes, exactly. This is the formula now. Um, yeah, bringing these characters. But when it's when when do we get like Old Man Freddy? That's that movie happened. Please, for the love of God. <laughs> uh, next up, this is still a rumor, I believe, but it's it's picking up steam a lot, too. So there's, they're saying that we're going to get a Mega Man live action series for Netflix or movie. And with all these these movie announcements for, you know, these classic games finally getting adapted and people liking them, I I, I don't know if I would want this or a cgi movie for Mega man honestly i'd want a cgi movie personally um it's cartoony you know what i mean i think it i think it makes more sense in my opinion uh but you know then we talk about we'll talk about it in a second like sonic detective pikachu Mm -hmm. they worked with the blending of the cgi with the real world and i guess maybe something like that maybe I don't know. I'd rather see an all CJ movie personally. <laughs> yeah. Unless you really like lean into the classic box art from the first Mega Man. And you right. Like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an over the top insanity. Yes. Uh, next up. I, you know, this is, this is, this is something that I've always been on the fence to watch is, is Yellowstone. It, it does take place in the modern time. It's like a modern Western in a way. Stars with, um, Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah. And but it looks it looks more like a family drama thriller type show. So I I have not like been I have not been sold on it at this point with so much other stuff to watch. But now there's this prequel coming out called 1883, which is uh, it stars Tim McGraw, um, Sam Elliott's in it, and this this takes place in the Wild West about a family that goes west 
And just yesterday, there's news that Tom Hanks will be starring in a Civil War flashback for this show. So <laughs> this comes out December 19th on Paramount Plus, and I'm all in on this one. I don't know if it'll make me watch the, the other one because I, I don't know if I really care that much. I probably would like it, but for you out there that watch it, <laughs> but this, this looks awesome. Honestly, I just, I, I want more Western stuff. <laughs> yeah. My, my dad watches it. Um, he loves it. Uh, but he likes Kevin Costner in general. Um, so do I. This, this, yeah, I think you, you know, I don't know. I can't say cause I haven't watched it, but I'll tell you what, just little sidetrack. I watched that, uh, Kevin Costner movie that's on HBO with, um, Martha from what's her name they they team back up again yes uh it's good it wasn't an an amazing but it was really good it was a solid movie not a western it was like a revenge type movie check it out actually I you know what now I say we really liked it not even like it was okay we really liked it yeah, I I, I know what I forgot what the movie's called, but I, I can't I, remember. Either. It's on my radar. I yeah. do want to watch that. Decent. Awesome. And last up, we got a Sonic 2 trailer. I did not watch it. We did get that announcement of who's playing Tails this week, and I don't have that actress's name or actor or whoever. But did you watch this trailer? Hell yeah, I did. Cool. <laughs> it is so good. It is like such a good if you watch the first movie, which I I really, really enjoyed. This is like even better. Like they're laying more into the comic book side of the or uh, the video game side of things. So you see like a Chaos Emerald. We've got Jim Carrey looking full robotnik. You get to see Knuckles like entails. I was smiling. I loved it. It looks so cool. So hopefully we get that kind of action for Mario. I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As we patiently wait to see anything from this already heavily criticized movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyways, let's jump to our next commercial break and we'll be back with the rest of the show. Do you miss hanging out at bars with a friend? Cream, cream ale. Do you miss those two friends of yours that would always end up drinking too much, leading to discussions about political philosophy? If so, then we have a podcast for you. When they nuked the Capitol, you know, that was bad. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jake. Join us at the tavern for a pint, a few laughs, and some nonsensical discussions. I will say neither of us are constitutional lawyers. (laughs) A political podcast for the unencumbered political mind. Search for the Bull and Moose Tavern on your favorite podcast streaming service today. He managed to make Trump look good on something. It's bad. Need more context on your favorite movie? Is Obama. Obama, okay. Senator Obama. Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is is quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. All right, we're back after those commercials, and we did have the Video Game Awards this week. Um, you know, we talked about at the top of the podcast, we've really been playing Borderlands, which came out a few years ago. But, 
you know, some of the big winners where it takes two as the game of the year, which I was always interested in playing. Uh, now I, it's getting moved up the list as well as uh, Death Loop got in there. Best narrative, Guardians of the Galaxy, which I makes me that. kick myself in the ass that I didn't get it. It was 25 bucks on Black Friday. I should have just bought it. And then, you know, just uh, a bunch of other games that I haven't played, um, but things that, you know, I'm still interested, like Kena, Bridge of Spirits, you know, that's supposed to be a really good one. And I've, I've heard that that's really good. Uh, you know, Forza, I love those games and they got, <laughs> they got a, a thing as well. So check those out. If you guys haven't, um, if you're a video game player, it's a good place to check, but We'll also talk about a couple of things at the end of this section. Or, you know what, let's just talk about them now, because, yeah. uh, right, we're in it. So we got The Matrix Awakens um, that was teased. Um, this is, like, more of an experience about the Unreal Engine 5. So you can do it on PlayStation 5 as well as Xbox Series X to kind of see, like, what the future of gameplay is going to look like um, with the new Matrix Awakens game as well i haven't seen it yet i heard it's more like a tech demo did you watch this you didn't watch this right no i i i was gonna do it last night and then i didn't so probably okay. today. today yeah so we'll download that and we'll let you know what our thoughts are when when it happens uh dune spice wars so i think i talked about it last episode but um they have a teaser for it but the website itself if you look up dunegames.com actually shows you more that it's a uh full-time strategy game um which RTS. is yeah so similar to what it was like uh on the old pc uh which was called battle of arrakis which is other than command and conquer my favorite rts of all time so i was like oh shit <laughs> i'm in same same i I, I now that you bring up Command and Conquer, when they made the Dune ripoff, Tiberian Sun, which was my favorite game of that series, um, it's a good, it's very good. I just like yeah. Red Alert two more, but I, I no, do I like love Tiberian Sun, yes, quite a bit. No, I agree with you on that too. Um, but Tiberian Sun took it to a different time, a different like planet, yeah. completely. Yep. I thought yep. that was cool. And thing to note here is. There is no movie stamp on this game either. Just like the original Doom game didn't have like the David Lynch movie stamp on it either. So it is more of they're not adapting the movie. I'm trying to get at here. So if you are a Dune fan, uh, get ready for this. And if you're an RTS fan, <laughs> I might have to just really get a new PC for this. So. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Might be. Might be. Uh, do you want to take this one on? Yeah, this is this is kind of weird to me. Uh, the Witcher Three is going to get a new DLC, which is fine. It's fine, <laughs> um, and but instead of you know let's 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 hear about the Witcher Four, we're going to get more storytelling in the Witcher Three. But the 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 next gen systems are getting the upgraded version of the game, um, and this looks like this will be influenced by the netflix show and why not right because it's been very popular the new season comes out next week um so the more Geralt we get uh the better so can't wait to hear what this is going to be all about yeah this is like 
following in the tradition of Skyrim and GTA 5, where <laughs> you have this one game. It's been remade a million times. They keep releasing things for it. <laughs> it just shocks me. It's so crazy. But hey, you know, people are still playing it. Myself, I haven't played it. It sounds like this is the time to do it. <laughs> it is. I mean, we're years off of Witcher 4. Years. So, yeah. whatever. If you're going to give us new content to one of my favorite games, let's do it up. Do it up. Last up, Spartacus, huh? This is this is interesting. Is this for PlayStation? Yep. So, this is the uh, Game Pass uh, version uh, for PlayStation. So, where they would be combining their um, PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus and it's supposed to still be called PlayStation Plus. It's just Project Spartacus is the working title. So you're going to pay one price to get games day one, similar to what Xbox is doing. Um, and I'm all for it, honestly, because Game Pass is one of the greatest things I've ever even seen before. <laughs> it's what it, it's what put Xbox on the board. I know people love Xbox, but it's always been a debate of the two and what, what is better. And yeah. what the offerings are. Yep. And Xbox, they did it right, you know, with with what with their whole initiative on this. Um, yeah. So it's it's a no brainer because we've been questioning like when is PlayStation going to step up, take care of their fans. There are many whiny fans out there who don't appreciate, you know, the content we do get. Yeah. Uh, it's always a debate every month, and it's just like, ugh, come on. So. I'm happy to, to hear that we could be playing PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 games uh, and just have that library instead of just a couple free games a month. You know, it's it's exciting because I tried PlayStation now. Uh, it wasn't worth $20 a month to me because I just don't game enough to make to justify it. And I have right. such a backlog of PlayStation Plus games anyways I got for free. Uh, why not just include it in the service? It's just it's it's a no brainer at this point. 100%. 100. Oh, man. 100,000%. But, Chris, what, what time is it? It's time for the pursuit of plastic. All right, toy enthusiasts and action figure hunters out there, this is the pursuit of plastic. First up, we get an Eric Draven, the crow action figure. Uh, from Sideshow. So this is this is cool. This is a one-six figure. Uh, $250. You can get it on Sideshow, on Big Bad Toy Store, etc., etc. Uh, cool. Uh, I was I was saddened. <laughs> I was saddened last week when we didn't get, you know, Jason Momoa's The Crow after that test footage. It looked it looked good. I would love I'd love to see The Crow come back in some form. Yeah. But we're still living on that 90s movie. Um, to this day and it still holds up <laughs> yeah no it does um this is good you know if i was a bigger crow fan you know i'd probably consider getting it uh it definitely looks good weird it doesn't come with a guitar but whatever um still you know for the price it, it's it's a good figure yeah i i actually pre-ordered the mesco one because it comes with all of that crazy stuff right i thought exactly. that was an amazing figure um yep even the even that fire crow thing like, like he does with the gasoline. They they did that as an accessory. So stop dropping the ball when it comes to toys this this 
this year. I mean, I know that there's a lot of issues, but it was the same thing with like those Motu figures. They just started giving you less. And I was like, okay, you're charging me more and giving me less. Yeah. This, this day, the more the better. And where's the damn guitar? Anyways, next up, Super 7, who seems to have licenses for everything these days, announced uh, Animaniacs Ultimates. Now, this is cool because usually they don't give you like the full team or main characters in one wave. And I was kind of wondering how they're going to do this. But they went straight to the wallet uh, with the three, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot, and also Pinky and the Brain. So this five-figure set is available now for pre-order. It's that monthly pre-order window. And these are great. If I had money, I would buy them. It's an insane set, honestly. <laughs> like you said, you know, you, you don't really expect them to give you all top tier figures in a wave. And they did. And it looks incredible. And um, that's it, man. If you remember that from the 90s, like your nostalgia is right there. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's hard enough for me not to get pinky in the brain. That's. Yeah, those know, two right? and those accessories in the head it's so good so good uh next up we talked about beast kingdom last week again they're on our radar they are just going full in with this dynamic ape spelled action with an eight instead <laughs> of an a uh heroes we're getting dark side and we're also getting a batman who laughs two very interesting characters uh and they look great honestly this is a nice mix of uh you know with with fabric clothing and nice accessories but these are at the eight inch scale which is kind of in between our collecting realm uh since i like you know 112 you're into like one sixth more i i don't know about these these other i'm just it's hard for me to be like yeah i'm gonna go buy this and it doesn't really fit in with everything else i collect so Prices are good, accessories are great, and they look good. So it's it's tough. Yeah, it's. I get Dark Side because he should be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he he needs to be that size, honestly. Um, Batman who laughs. I guess I would probably maybe say the same. I didn't think about him as being like super tall like that, but I don't know, like. They look really good. <laughs> These figures. Well, that's my thing. Yeah, they do. They look really awesome. Um, I mean, when you say that they're in the what? They're in an eight inch scale. Yeah. But that, I mean, how big is that dark side? It says tw- what's 23 centimeters. It's got to be bigger than that. Right. Because like my Mezco is at the 112 scale. But that dark side is it's nine, nine inches, inches tall. It's yeah. Nine inches. Yeah. So it's, it's so. just a beast of a figure, which it should be. Here's the other thing with Tom McFarlane doing the DC multiverse figures and mm-hmm. that price point, it's very hard for me to be like, yeah, I need cloth on this figure when I bought a right. Batman who last figure for 20 bucks. And it looks amazing. So right. it's, I'm glad that these options are out there, but it's not sucking me in. The only thing that's making me kind of frustrated is like Mesco not announcing figures, but also not putting out figures on, 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 you know, on time so yep i agree that's it that's my soapbox for action figures until a little bit later in the show um no just joking 
Anyways, NECA has announced uh, life-size figures for Chucky and Tiffany based on Bride of Chucky, I believe. Cool. I, I, I've been wanting a one-to-one scale um, a Chucky figure, but I want I want the OG. I want a good a good guy's doll. It's not all um, maimed and and blown up and burned and and whatnot. It's great. I love I love that look. But if I'm gonna buy a Chucky doll, I want the original. Same, or swap a head and make him sneer, you know, or yell or something. Like I'd be willing to spend a pretty penny to get like a life size Chucky doll with swappable faces. To be honest with you. And and the voice chip that says all the good stuff. Well, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, Iron Studios, who does amazing jobs on statues. They they just did a little teaser. Uh, they're going to be doing uh, Masters in High End collectible uh, statues of Master Universe, Thundercats, and Ninja Turtles. So they, they yeah exactly they previewed a Prince Adam which looked really cool. They previewed uh, all the mutants from Thundercats, which all look amazing as a kind of a statue set by the different pieces. And who knows what they're going to do in Ninja Turtles. I mean, oof, it's going to be awesome. That statue set looks bonkers. Doesn't it? The, the uh, Thundercats. Jeez, mm-hmm. man. All right, move on, because I can't just this section's so hard for us. There's so much things I want to spend money on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm just. Oh, my gosh. I'll just stick with my Super 7 Thundercats. Those are expensive enough. <laughs> Anyways, um, the best Loki variant <laughs> is getting <laughs> a hot toy. Uh, President Loki and also um, the the Loki Gator is, is going to be part of this uh, as one of the accessories. This is fine. Tom Tom Hiddleston is is one of the best characters in the MCU. That show is amazing, and I'm really surprised we haven't gotten like the old Loki and some other stuff as well. So another company made the old Loki. Did they? Yeah. Awesome. Um. I don't remember who it is, but yeah, I saw it because it was called like Green Troublemaker or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of those knockoff companies. But it looked fantastic this looks yeah. good too i mean the sculpting on this is obviously incredible so yeah it looks really good next up there's a couple of fun announcements here first up is lego is is finally going to become um environmentally conscious with how oh, they make Legos. okay so this is really cool because legos have come in plastic bags forever mm-hmm. and with us all trying to reduce plastic everybody out there listen this is my <laughs> this is my psa for the day um but this is great um i think they tried they did some trials this year and they're going to be just replacing with paper bags and i i'm happy for this it's just it's smart yep Uh, that's it smart (laughs) i mean i don't know why it's taken them this long to do it but hey i'm glad you're doing it now (laughs) yeah i mean it's funny like where, where are they from? Uh, it's it's a Sweden or something. Sweden, right? It's so yeah. they're very environmentally conscious. And what, exactly. That's, that's why like, it's like okay, <laughs> took you this long, huh? All right. And then finally today, some amazing news. Honestly, uh, Toys R Us is back. You don't have to drive to Canada uh, to go to <laughs> Toys R Us anymore. Thanks. A new Toys R Us mega store is going to be opening in New York City, and. I'm sorry, in New Jersey, which is fine, whatever. I I can't go until I go on vacation in New York, but I'll tell you what, 
I will go. I will go because I've missed Toys R Us deeply. I just there's no real good toy options besides going to you know brick and mortar stores that are don't care about stocking. They don't care about you know quality and and whatnot. So um, currently right now there's 400 Toys R Us uh, mini shops. They're going to be opening up in Macy's across the across the country. But I've also heard that they're going to not be selling things that aren't like Toys R Us originals. So we'll see what this looks like. Yeah, I this is exciting. Yeah, I will like to visit one, like you said, that's not in Canada. See see what they do. See if they they bring back TRU exclusives for some things. Like it, it'll be interesting to take a look. Absolutely, absolutely. So. That's it for today's show. Casey, where can you find us? Oh, my gosh. We're on the interwebs at defatentertainment.com. Uh, same thing with Facebook, Instagram. If you guys are in the podcasting mood, we have a whole network with a slew of shows that are ripe for the ear listening. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, take a listen. We got something for everybody. But uh, in the meantime, uh, I'm telling you to go read some comics. And this is Chris saying, don't forget a towel. Defense Entertainment.